At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play this is bet center on vsin the sports betting network welcome in it is the vsin bet center right here from the circa resort and casino in fabulous las vegas nevada i am brady cannon along with my partner james salinas who joins us via denver colorado on this beautiful saturday the 23rd day of April. We are just five days away from the NFL draft taking place right here in Las Vegas. Nine days away from the NHL playoffs dropping the puck. 26 days until they tee it up at Southern Hills for golf's second major of the year, the PGA Championship. 40 days until they tip off for the beginning of the NBA Finals. And James, 138 days away for the opening game of the NFL season. That will kick off on Thursday, September the 8th, my friend. Brady, you sound like my son who's counting down the days to summertime with school. (laughs) (laughs) Too cool for school. Has a big board and just tucking those days off. So relay that again. How many more days to the NFL season? Uh, 138 days, the opener of the 2022 NFL season will be Thursday night. You know how they always start with a Thursday night. I assume it will be the defending Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams. Not sure who they'll face just yet. Uh, I believe I saw a note earlier this week that the NFL schedule, I I don't know if about in full, but I at least believe some games are going to start popping up on May the 12th. Did you see that, James? I did. So usually you, the NFL likes to stay relevant 365 days a year. So they're very intentional about when things 
certain things get released. You know, it, we usually March 1st is when we have free agency. Then we roll into the draft, which is coming up here, as you mentioned here in just a few days. And then soon thereafter, which I believe is going to be May 12th, will be the schedule release. I'm assuming, I'm hopeful that I think it is going to be the entirety of the NFL schedule. And we are hearing bits and pieces about it. I did see that come Christmas Day, which will actually fall on a Sunday this year, there will actually be three NFL contests on Christmas Day. But that's to the extent of what we've been able to to hear from the NFL as far as the schedule coming up. Yeah, and of course, we will talk uh, about the NFL draft throughout the program today. Also, we've got baseball in action, golf, and of course, NBA playoff basketball. We do have uh, a game going to first pitch in less than 10 minutes from now, James. That's the Red Sox and the Rays. Down in Tampa, Florida, Boston took the opener on Friday night, winning 4-3. to three. Today it'll be J.P. Fryerizen getting the ball for Tampa, and it looks like he'll assume the role of an opener here. It'll be Garrett Whitlock going for the Red Sox. The Rays opened as minus 115 favorites on the money line with a total of eight, and they have seen the money. Right now, Tampa all the way to minus 140 on the money line with a total of 7.5. Anything here for you, James? Now, I mean, you've got openers for both sides. For Whitlock on the Red Sox side, this is going to be his first ever start in the majors after 51 relief appearances. So what are we going to see? Maybe two innings coming out of them. That's what we saw out of Fireson last week. It was his first big league start in 66 appearances and that he made that start last week for the Rays. He did throw two shutout innings versus the White Sox last week. But again, we know with these openers, it's a bullpen game. These guys are coming out of the bullpen to take a short stint, sometimes three outs, sometimes six outs. Rare Rarely do they go beyond three innings or beyond the the rotation of the batting order more than once. So usually I typically stay away from those Brady because then you're getting into a bullpen and it, and it could go either way when you're talking about the managers, where they're at with the depth of their bullpen, who's been utilized over the last X amount of days. So a lot to have to try to dig into when we're having openers, especially on both sides in this game here between the Red Sox and the Rays. So it was a stay away for me. I do want to apologize to all the viewers and listeners out there. James's audio a little muffled there. Uh, hopefully you can hear him okay. James, I guess you said there was a windstorm going on in the Denver area where you are out there. Yeah, it's a reenactment for the Wizard of Oz. The last few days, actually, <laughs> honestly, the last few weeks, it has been incredibly windy out here. And then just the last two days, and in particular today, like we had a then had an early baseball game today. Absolutely miserable out there. It brings these gusts of like 50 to 60 miles an hour. Fortunately, we haven't had any damage, uh, at least where I'm at. But yeah, really big gusts of wind. So I think that's really impacted the issues here that I'm having as far as being able to uh, really try to communicate and send transmissions back to you. So my apologies from this side here. Hopefully this wind gets out of here soon enough and we get to actually some, some springtime here in the Rockies. Yeah, we always uh, get it traditionally here in Las Vegas in the springtime in March and April. We've certainly had a couple weeks full of wind as well. Hopefully for the NFL draft, it'll die down a little bit when they kick off on Thursday the 28th. I did see about 15 miles an hour in the forecast, which is not too bad. Hopefully it does not get any worse than that. Uh, Tampa Bay, by the way, back to the Red Sox and the Rays. Tampa Bay has won just four of its last 10 games. The Boston Red Sox have won six of their last 10, both teams at 500 on the season and trailing the Toronto Blue Jays by two games in the American League East. James, look at this total here of seven and a half, and you kind of look up and down the board in baseball. I just started to notice it here this past week. 
we're not seeing the totals that we've seen the past couple of seasons where kind of the average totals seem to be about nine. Now we're seeing a lot of seven and a halfs and eights, and it does seem like scoring outside of the Cubs and the Tigers today, it does seem like we're yeah. getting some low scoring games this year in Major League Baseball. I think for the Tigers, 13 to nothing over the Rockies today, and the Cubs, 21 to nothing over the Pirates. I think they exercised some frustration as far as hitting the baseball. Now, there's been a lot of talk over the first couple of weeks about the baseball. And what is it about? The raised seams on the baseball doesn't drive as far anymore. We're seeing, oh, the, the exit velocity and the launch angle should have been a home run. These balls should have been going over over the fence. And we know sometimes in the spring, come April, early in the season for Major League Baseball, that the ball typically doesn't tend to carry as much. It's cooler weather out there. And, and maybe that's a piece as part of it. But just don't really know what's going on with the baseballs. I know last year we went through the whole sticky substances, right? And the doctoring of the baseball on the pitching side and the, the grip that, 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 that was giving the benefit to those pitchers to be able to increase their spin rates. Things like every year over the last few years, something to do with the baseball. I think about the humidor here at Coors Field for the Colorado Rockies and how that has changed some of the scoring and the, and the ball carrying out. The ball still will carry, but I think with the balls being in the humidor, that has definitely impacted the, the balls carrying out of Coors Field over the years. Just wondering, and that's clearly, again, that's a lot of speculation going on out there, but it does. It kind of makes it difficult, Brady, to, to try to handicap these games in Major League Baseball early if we're looking at totals because we just don't know, is there something going on with the baseball? Are they using different baseballs on different days? I think there was some speculation a couple years ago that they were testing out some balls. We didn't know which which games or, or which sites they were using these different baseballs at. But I think there was some uh, kind of uh, test tube balls that were out there in a sense just to see how that would impact the game of baseball. So, yes, early on, aside from those two teams that we mentioned with the Tigers and the Cubs putting up double digits today, very low-scoring games across Major League Baseball for the first two weeks of the season. James, the NBA playoffs are back in action on the hardwood. Four games for your Saturday NBA playoff card and the Utah Jazz currently hosting the Dallas Mavericks in Salt Lake City. The Mavericks are leading this series two games to one despite playing the first three games without Luka Doncic. And he is in the lineup today, had 16 minutes of action and 14 points through the first half. The Utah Jazz Closed as five-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 214, and right now they have a two-point lead on the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, as far as I saw, they were leading by as many as uh, 10 points earlier in this contest, but Dallas has trimmed that margin now to just a bucket, 59-57 to 57 in favor of the Jazz. They remain a five-and-a-half-point favorite in the live market. Your total has come down quite a bit, the live total at 206-and-a-half. Did you do anything with this game prior to tip or in-game, James? I did in-game. I, I do have a live bet on Dallas plus the four-and-a-half, and it was right around, right around the end of the first quarter, uh, just wanted to see, was Luca actually going to be on the floor? And then when he was, what was that going to look like? How effective was he going to be? You know, he's been out for a couple of weeks, so you're going to see a little rust probably. And maybe we saw that early on. Uh, and then having to adjust with how this series has gone for the first three games for Dallas on the offensive side and then bringing Luca back in where we know he's a tremendous offensive player but can tend to dominate the basketball at times. Uh, it took him a, maybe a quarter to get going. Actually, it took the a, a full half for Dallas to go in at halftime issue for Dallas. I think they settled. They settled for a lot of threes in that first half. They took 41 field goal attempts collectively as 
came from the floor. 24 of those came from three, only putting five of those in the basket. So I think a concerted effort on the other side to get Donkic going. He, I think he's got five points early in this second half, but trying to get everything to the rim and maybe play some defense without fouling. A lot of fouls on Dallas, a lot of whistles against them in that first half. 16 personal fouls for the Mavs. Every one of their every one of their bench players coming off coming into the game either has three or four fouls on them. So going to be a short bench for the Dallas Mavericks because of the foul trouble. Now a three-point advantage for the Utah Jazz as Rudy Gobert hits a foul shot, 60 to 57, under eight minutes left to go in the third quarter there up in Utah. The baseball scoreboard, the Minnesota Twins pulling their own shutout act here, seven to nothing currently over the Chicago White Sox. The Milwaukee Brewers over the Philadelphia Phillies currently five to three in the seventh inning there. Texas and the Oakland A's, no score into the eighth inning. The Rangers batting currently in the top half of the eighth inning there. Again, scoreless. Your in-game total at one and a half currently in the eighth inning there in Oakland. The St. Louis Cardinals leading the Cincinnati Reds. The poor Reds, they've only won two games all season, and they are down currently in the sixth inning here at the Great American Ballpark. Two to nothing currently. St. Louis out in front. Toronto and Houston, a good series here, and a good game so far in Houston. Two to two in the seventh inning right now. The Blue Jays currently currently batting in the top half of the seventh. We mentioned the Red Sox and the Rays coming up momentarily. The Red Sox currently a underdog here. Minus 140, the Tampa Bay Rays have seen the money. Your total is at seven and a half. We'll get back into it. The baseball, the basketball, the NFL draft, everything right here on the v Bet Center on the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. 
But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back into the VSIN Bet Center. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you. The Utah Jazz and the Dallas Mavericks playing game four in Salt Lake City. The Mavericks currently leading the series two games to one. Luka Doncic in action today for Dallas, but they are trailing by seven points, 69 to 62 
under five minutes left to go in the third quarter there. The Jazz have moved to six and a half point favorites in the live market, and your total ticks up by a point. Now two oh and now just down again. Two oh five and a half for your in-game total. This is all over the place. Now up to 208, and now it's off the board. They can't decide. Now 209 and a half. Uh, crazy stuff going on here as uh, Dallas trims the margin there, 69-65. So just a four-point matchup right now. Four and a half minutes left to go in the third. And James, you certainly like the Mavericks only trailing by four. Let's talk about the NFL draft. Uh, an extravaganza, a heck of a week coming up here in Las Vegas. And what a sports town Las Vegas is becoming. And thank goodness for the Las Vegas Raiders coming to town here. Really, thank goodness for the Vegas Golden Knights, the pioneer, if you will, in helping flip Las Vegas into quite the sports town. We've always known, James, you included, what a great place it is to watch the Super Bowl or or watch football or whatever with all the sports books. But now we're actually getting real live events here. Of course, the Pac-12 basketball championship, all the conference championships now, and who knows, the Oakland A's might be headed here pretty soon. We might get a Major League Baseball team our way. And in a couple of seasons, we will have a Super Bowl as well. But uh, the NFL draft certainly is going to be a major event. And I know you have some experiences uh, that you want to share about betting the NFL draft. And I also kind of want to pick your brain along that same note. It's different, obviously, than betting a football game. And and I have not really bet the draft uh, much in the past. I love the draft. I absolutely love the NFL draft. I've said before, I like it better than the regular season. I think it's so exciting to see these kids and how teams strategize where they want to, you know, how they want to build their organization and all the trades that goes on and, you know, the posturing and uh, kind of the the coach speak sometimes uh, should we call it lies you know wh- whatever it is oh, yeah. I, the whole the whole process of the draft I, I think is fascinating and I, and I love watching it for three or four days and look forward to it again here next week but uh, what are some of your thoughts James on uh, betting the NFL draft last year Brady was the first year I've bet the NFL draft that was legal here with Colorado coming on board after the draft in 2020 when it was legalized. Yeah, it, I believe it was May 1st is when the sports betting was legalized here in Colorado a couple of years back. So last year was really my first full experience to be able to 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 look at the menu. And there last year was a lot of options out there to be able to bet on and so many different things and actually had did relatively well. Didn't do a whole lot of bets. I uh, maybe I had four or five bets and came out with the on a plus side with plus money. I remember hitting Trey Lance at at somewhere plus 250 to come in third at San, uh, for San Francisco. So that was a good bet. But uh, just feeling my way out through the process as a first-timer in the NFL draft and then seeing how last year coming into this year. And I think this year, a lot of challenges for this year. Number one, not nearly as many options out there. There's a lot of operators, a lot of sports books out here in Colorado, Brady, but not all of them are offering any kind of prop propositions for the NFL draft. So seeing what is available, uh, finding out with thinking about not only what is available, then trying to find the best prices out there. And we know we're not betting on performance here. We're betting on speculation. We're betting on information. Sometimes we can try to take, I, I think what I had to learn from last year was take off my own GM hat and don't think about it the way that I would draft somebody. I've got to put myself in the shoes of some of these franchises and in particular some of these dysfunctional franchises that don't draft well and you kind of have to think that way of how do you how do you 
think dysfunctionally like certain teams do. And we think about quarterbacks, Brady, and there's not, this is not a, a quarterback rich draft by any means. So I think a lot of times we know the, the, the draft really gets influenced by how many quarterbacks will go number one and what teams are, are coveting certain players to have to move up in. Very similar to San Francisco last year, giving up the draft capital that they did to move into the third spot to go get Trey Lance, which you really never saw come to fruition on the field last year for the 49ers during the regular season. So there's so many different things to look at for this coming year. We look at the the thin draft class when it comes to the quarterbacks, as well as the fact that there are, I believe, eight teams that have multiple picks in the first round, that can also be a challenge too, trying to decipher, well, if you have uh, the 21st and the 28th pick, they may need a wide receiver, but they may have to, they may pick that wide receiver at 28th rather than 21st because they have multiple picks in the first round. So I think come draft day, there's going to be a lot of movement, a lot of trades going on for moving up and moving down. I think you make a great point there, James, and that's part of what I enjoy about the draft so much is is the movement of these teams shuffling and and trying to put themselves in the best position, whether they're going to try to acquire draft capital or whether they're going to uh, try to acquire the best player on the board. And and you mentioned the eight teams that have multiple picks in the first round. You're right. It's ripe for a lot of movement, and I think that goes into – uh, you know, taking proceeding with caution if you're going to be betting the draft because, you know, you can fill out as many mock drafts as you want, but the trades always upset the apple cart. And with all those teams having multiple picks, you're probably right, James, that you're going to see it, it's probably not just going to play out status quo and, and each one of these teams is going to go ahead and move forward with those two picks. You would think there's going to be some negotiating going on. Um, I have made a couple of bets for this year's draft. I'm just getting my feet wet in betting the draft. I mentioned I, I was not doing it uh, in years past um, and I, and just a real big fan of the draft, but I did make a couple of plays, just small plays, uh, to have some fun with it and get introduced. Who knows, maybe I'll do something going forward before we get to Thursday or beyond. Uh, but we look at uh, the prop sheet here, courtesy of our friends at BetMGM, Kayvon Thibodeau, the edge rusher for the Oregon Ducks. His uh, draft position, you can go over or under that, is five and a half. Under that would be you're guessing that he is going to get drafted sooner than five and a half on the pick on the pick rotation. If you're going over, you're saying he's going to be drafted sixth or or higher, if you will, as far as a higher number. Uh, what are your thoughts on Thibodeau? Do you have any opinion on the big edge rusher from Oregon? Well, it's interesting you bring that up, and I know we haven't talked about this, Brady, and and I didn't talk about this last week. Uh, I, I have an issue. There was an issue out here that I experienced with said Thibodeau at that spot going number two. And again, it's all about information. It's all about speculation. And early in the draft, a lot of speculation about what was going to happen at number one with Jacksonville. And it was, were they going to go with the offensive lineman? And which offensive tackle was it going to be? But then they franchised their left tackle. And okay, well, they're probably not going to move from there. Now we're looking at edge rushers. And what are the edge rushers going to look like? And trying to read between the lines with a lot of the smoke screens that come out from all of these teams. Uh, I've heard something last week, and this was last Thursday. And I decided, well, I'm going to see what's available here on Thibodeau to go number two overall to the Detroit Lions. And at the time, I found a couple spots that had plus 300, plus 350, and plus 400. So I bet all three of those. I bet within on my app to be able to get different books here. Uh, that's what was offered. And I took a, I put a dime on each one of those, and they were able to take those. And I that was the max bet that I could put in. 
And I wanted to see what was up the hill. And that's what we call it out here in Colorado, Brady, going up the hill, going up to Blackhawk, which is about a 30-minute drive for me to go up there. I wanted to just run the gamut up the, the strip, we could call it up there. It's a small strip, nothing like what we see in Las Vegas, and just see what books were operating and had anything to offer. Superbook, they weren't sure what they were going to have out there. Other books, there was only actually two books that had anything to offer. One was at the largest casino in Colorado at the Ameristar. Now, they don't run their own book. They outsource it to Barstool. I went up to Barstool, and they actually had some folks at the counter. I asked the folks at the counter, what are your limits on the draft? My big man at the counter, big barrel chest, said, we'll take whatever you bet. What you going to fire? I said, okay, I'm going to put three dimes. I want to bet three dimes on Thibodeau to come in top five plus 100. So even money, three-dime bet to win three dimes. That's what I put down. They took the money. I said, I also want to take Thibodeau plus 350 for a dime to go overall number two. Sure, we'll take that. They're racking the money. They're counting out the money. They put the ticket out there. They don't hand me the ticket yet. Before they hand me the ticket, they say, oh, we're going to need your ID. Fine. All right. I'm an old guy. I'm sure this isn't about being 21 or not, but I'll let you look at my ID. They said, strictly a formality. We're going to run through the process and we'll be able to make the transaction. You'll go on your way. Well, come back to that after a couple of minutes discussion. They come back and say, well, we're going to have to limit the size of your bets. Instead of that $3,000 on Thibodeau to go top five, uh, we're going to make it $800. Ah. And the dime that you wanted to put on Thibodeau to go at plus 350 to go number two overall, we're going to drop that to a nickel. Okay, I get it. You're going to drop your bets. No more big barrel chests. You're going to yeah. fire and take my bets. That's okay. Let's do that. And then I do that. Oh, well, you know what? The lines now have changed. So you're not going to oh. get that at plus 100 anymore at oh, top five. You're going to get it at minus one. You're going to get it at minus 129. Oh, and the Thibodeau bet that was plus 350 to go number two overall. We've dropped that now to plus 250. What would you like to do, sir? I said, you can give me my money back and I'll hit the road. You guys can give Mickey Mouse ears to somebody else to go with your little ham and egg outfit here at the Barstool uh, Sportsbook there in the Amistar. Amistar Casino, I'm out. I took my money and left. That was the extent of my bet. Didn't be able to get anything in up the hill, so I just got the three bets here online that I talked about earlier. Good for you, man. That's uh, that's awful. I, I mean, especially changing the line after, I mean, okay, yes. we're going to yep. limit your bet. Okay, fine. And we're also going to charge you more. That's, that's not good. Uh, we'll get back into some more draft talk on the other side. Some NBA basketball as well. We preview coming up more on the VEASAN Bet Center. We'll be right back. This is Bet Center on VEASAN, the sports betting network. The fourth quarter about to get underway in Salt Lake City. Game four between the Utah Jazz and the Dallas Mavericks. And right now, Dallas looking to take a commanding three games to one lead as they lead the Utah Jazz right now. 81 to 78. Again, just about to tip off for the beginning of the fourth quarter. The Utah Jazz are still a favorite in the live market by a point and a half, and your total is now at 211 and a half. On the Diamonds, the Twins have added another run, but the shutout is no longer as the White Sox put a run on the board as well. Eight to one now your score is that game goes over the total, and they are just in the sixth inning, top of the sixth inning with the Chicago White Sox batting. Milwaukee leading the Philadelphia Phillies 5-3. to three. Texas is on the board at Oakland, trying to make it two in a row 
over the Oakland A's, two to nothing in the bottom half of the eighth inning there in Oakland, and the St. Louis Cardinals continuing to put uh, bat- frowns on the faces of Cincinnati Reds fans, four to nothing. The Cincinnati Reds again, I mentioned, have only won two games. All season, four to nothing right now. St. Louis batting in the top of the seventh inning there. The Blue Jays uh, break the tie with the Houston Astros, three to two now. They lead Houston. Houston batting in the home half of the seventh inning, and the Red Sox and the Rays just about to get underway from Tampa, Florida. In less than 10 minutes from now, James, the Colorado Rockies will face the Detroit Tigers in Detroit, and the Rocks will send Austin Gomer to the mound to face Bo Brisky. This will be the second game of a doubleheader. Game one went to the Tigers, 13 to nothing, a shutout, and really a milestone game for Miguel Cabrera as he gets his 3,000th hit in that Tigers victory. Now we've got the nightcap coming up here between the Colorado Rockies and the Detroit Tigers. And I'll tell you what, James, I did bet Colorado here because this game was kind of over before it started. Detroit broke out in the first inning. I think it was a five to nothing lead. They had right out of the gate after one inning of play. Then Cabrera gets, of course, his 3000th hit. There was that celebration and everything. I just think it's possible that they may not have the energy for round two here. And Colorado didn't really expend any energy. They they were shut out, done. And, you know, now they've got to look to atone for that first loss in the opener of this double dip. I thought Colorado was a decent bet around even money. I, I th- well, and that's what I'm seeing out here. Pretty much even money plus one. I see a plus 105 out here for the Rockies. Want to take them as that dog. And yeah, no energy expended at the plate from the Rocky side getting shut out. But now the competitive pride shows up in this second game. And a lot of times we see these, isn't that kind of the the alternating theory in Major League Baseball when you see the doubleheaders is, is take the team that lost the first game and bet them in the second game here. Yeah, I mean, for Detroit and good for Miggy, right? Good for Miggy to be able to to knock that out and, and do it right away and, and, you know, being rained out yesterday and not being able to play, having to sit on that for another 24 hours, and when is he going to break the? When is he going to? When is he going to get that 3,000th hit and got it right away? Got it, kind of got it out of the system. But you know, the Tigers were jazzed to be out there. Everybody wanted to be on the field and celebrate with, celebrate that with with Miguel on uh, in that real time moment. Now that that's gone, maybe a bit of a letdown too from the Tigers, but. I think the thing with baseball, Brady, is momentum is only good as as the next starting pitcher. And here for the next starting pitcher, here for the Tigers, is it Breesky? I'm not even familiar with this kid. It's gonna this. He's gonna take I think the it's ball his for the debut. first time. Yeah, I think it's his yeah, major it league is. debut. Absolutely, it's his it's his major league debut. So what are we gonna go off of here? Obviously, probably some nerves going on with the young fellow, but we don't have any any kind of track record, at least not at the major league level, to be able to assess what he's gonna look like on that side. So, yeah, kind of interesting that they're actually that the Tigers are actually that, that uh, a favorite in this sense, not a big favorite here at a dollar twenty dollar twenty five at a couple places here. I I agree. If if I was gonna play it, I'm not gonna get involved with this game. But if I was, I'd take the the loser, the team that got shut out here in that case from game one would be the Colorado. Colorado Rockies at plus 100. Yeah, sure. That is certainly a general theory in betting baseball. Take the team in the nightcap that lost the opener of a doubleheader. But that's not really why I played the Rockies. That's part of it. But uh, I just think they're probably more focused on getting out of here with a win before the day is over. Whereas Detroit has accomplished a lot in that first game. They got Miggy as 3,000s hit. They, they won 13 to nothing. It was kind of a walk in the park. I just wonder how focused they will be 
for this second go-around. Again, also a guy making his major league debut on the Hill. Sometimes that can be a good thing, too, because the hitters for the other side, don't they, they don't have any tape on this right. guy. They don't know what to expect. But uh, I am a Rockies fan here coming up at 340 Pacific time, 640 Eastern for game two of that doubleheader. Uh, in the association, playoff basketball resumes in Brooklyn, 4.30 p.m. Pacific, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, the Celtics and the Nets. Boston leads this series two games to none, having won both games at home. Uh, the series now heads to New York, where the Nets opened as three-point favorites with a total of 223.5. And, and right now, the Mets are seeing the money. They've gone to four-point favorites, James. The total has come down a tick to 222.5. Any action in this one for you? I did not bet this game. I bet game one. I did take the Nets. Was it four? I believe it was four and a half last Sunday in that opener in Boston. And I stayed away from game two and just wanted to see how was Boston going to, or how were the Nets going to bounce back? They did cover in that game one, but lost on that last second layup to to the Celtics on that Sunday. And how were the Nets going to bounce back? Well, they bounced back very well in the first half. I think they had a 17-point lead and ended up dumping that 17-point lead in that second half. Only managed seven. 17 points in the fourth quarter and really what we've seen is Durant and Kevin Durant we know he's a special player and a tremendous scorer and has been that way for throughout his career over the last what 14 15 years that he's been in the league uh, but it looked a little tired to me and I think Boston is wearing him down they're being physical with him they're denying him the basketball Durant's having to Durant's not facing regular season NBA defense in this series Brady this is postseason one of the top defenses in the NBA and they're playing like it and and I think we we tend to look at these numbers from the regular season and see just assume and maybe that they would apply come postseason, but for the for the Brooklyn Nets, not going to have easy looks, and that's what's been the struggle for Durant. He did not shoot though; he went 0 for 10 in the second half of that game two loss in Boston. So do we see a much more determined effort out of Durant? Absolutely. I think we're going to see a much more inspired effort. I think we'll probably see more Durant on the block instead of really trying to facilitate offense 25, 30 feet away from the basket. I would utilize him. Obviously not a, uh, not a straight when it comes to his, his, being stout on the block, no, but he he can get his shot up over anybody on that block, and if he commands double teams, being able to kick the ball out because he can see over any defenders coming his way, I suspect we'll probably see Durant more on the block, but uh, I'm not going to get involved with this game, Brady. Maybe as, as the game progresses and we're going throughout the program here, watching, keeping an eye on that game, maybe we can see something live line, but uh, more so I want to see how does Durant respond. I think from a competitive side, he's going to bring it, but do we see a different kind of offensive structure for the the Brooklyn Nets in this game, not having Durant have to make plays from 25 feet away, get him more on the block, I suspect we will. And if so, he'll have a lot more success scoring the basketball. Well, we will have another discussion here on some of the player props that are uh, available for this game before they go to tip-off. Maybe there's one there that is attractive for you uh, per your theory on Kevin Durant's role in Game 3 here in Brooklyn. Uh, I can understand the line being four points for the Nets right that right now. That feels about right to me. Three, I can understand maybe feeling a little bit short, but I think if it got above four, maybe even to five, then you have to start looking at the Celtics. And I think this is something we would want to monitor in game here, James. If Brooklyn, and you can imagine they're probably going to come out inspired, and, and who knows, they might build a 10-point lead here early in the game. I think if at that point you can get a real good price on the Celtics, that would be a buy sign for me. 
probably too. And we look at the number, right? I see mostly three and a halfs out here for the full game. The first half line is also three and a half. It's bit juice to the Celtic side at mostly 15 cents that I'm seeing. But yeah, to your point, yes, I mean, you're going to see a desperate effort from the Nets. But can they sustain that effort over four quarters? And that's what kind of concerned me just seeing Kevin Durant because he's had to work so hard just to even touch the ball, let alone then try to create a shot off the bounce more times than not. Yeah, it, there's a lot of, you know, as great a player as Kevin Durant is, a lot of, not a lot of tread on those tires left. A lot of really competitive minutes within those legs that he's he's put out there on the court in the playoffs over the last decade, really, for, for KD. So will fatigue start to set in? I think that's, to your point, Brady, that's probably something I'm going to be looking at, too. When we see fatigue settle in uh, with, with basketball, a lot of times it comes through shot selection. And you start to see when teams get fatigued, when players get fatigued, you start to see teams settle for jump shots. And those shots tend to come further and further away from the basket. They tend to come sooner in the shot clock as well uh, because it takes a lot of energy to have to execute and run your set. So something to keep an eye on is the fatigue factor and the shot selection as that game goes along. And to your point, I will be probably looking to bet the Celtics side if we get a a better number at some point, maybe around halftime. The Dallas Mavericks currently leading the Utah Jazz 83-80, to 80, under eight minutes left to go in regulation up there in Salt Lake City. Dallas looking to take a 3-1 series lead. Utah Jazz looking to even things up at two apiece. The Toronto Raptors avoided elimination. They beat the 76ers today 110-102. to Philadelphia still leads in that series three games to one. We will talk more NBA on the other side with Jordan Brenner when we return here to the VEASAN Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. 
But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSN, the sports betting network. Sin is all in for the draft next week in fabulous Las Vegas. We have a special draft preview show tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Tim Murray and Sean King will break down all the first round prospects and prop bets. Expert guests include legendary bookmaker or broadcaster, I should say, Brent uh, Musburger, former NFL GM Michael Lombardi and former NFL lineman and TV host Mike Golick and his son. Beeson's draft preview special tomorrow, 6 p.m. 
exclusively on vSIN. Also, don't forget to download our NFL Draft Betting Guide featuring best bets, mock drafts, and everything you need to score big this draft season. You can download it today for just $10 by going to vSIN.com slash draft for more information. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you here inside the VSIN Bet Center. A good one brewing in Utah here as they hit the five and a half minute mark in regulation and just one point and now a tie ball game between the Dallas Mavericks and the Utah Jazz at 86 apiece in the live market. Utah is favored by two and a half in your total all the way down under 200, 199 and a half for your in-game total. Jordan Brenner now joins us. He is with Meadowlark Media. He hosts the Underdog Podcast, and he writes for The Athletic. And you can follow him on Twitter, at Jordan Brenner. Jordan, thank you very much for joining us. We've got the Nets and the Celtics tipping off in about 45 minutes from now. And James and I were just touching on this game in the last segment before you joined us. And, of course, we want to get your thoughts as well. I think the general thought would be to back the Nets in this game because their back is against the wall. They're down 2 nothing in the series, and now they're returning to their home floor. Would that be of your mindset as well? What are your thoughts on how Game 3 might play out? I think that's right. I tend to, you know, when teams aren't too one-sided, I tend to back the more desperate team uh, in playoff games. Um, that said, there are some real issues that, the Nets have that aren't going to go away just because they're playing at home and just because the, you know, their motivation might be higher being down 2-0, particularly at the defensive end. So I still think they have a lot of work left to do to, to win this series, but I expect a, a big time effort from them tonight. Jordan, let's talk about the defense on the other side in this series with the Boston Celtics. I think they've been they've really been wearing down Kevin Durant. He is not facing regular season NBA defense. He is facing actual real postseason NBA type of defense and really having to work for every touch and every shot that he gets here. Have you heard anything about Robert Williams? I'm looking at Robert Williams the third. He is not on the injury report. He's been out for about a month with that torn meniscus surgery. Do you expect him back in this lineup? And if he does, probably on a minute restriction, what do you think he's going to be able to add to the def- defensive rotation in the half court for the Boston Celtics? Yeah, well, it looks like reports are from the from reporters at the game that um, he's going to come off the bench and he's likely, you know, uh, Ami Oduka said he'll play about 20 minutes. So, um, look, I think Robert Williams' minutes are better than Daniel Tice's minutes, even though he had a, a strong game too. Uh, I am interested in sort of how, how that flows with what the Nets are doing, which is playing a very small lineup most of the time. Um, If you play Robert Williams and Horford together, you are potentially facing some mismatches, but obviously the Celtics haven't cared so much about that because they're playing Daniel Tice 30 minutes a night. So I I think KD is going to get it going at some point. He's just not, he's just too good a player to shoot like this for three straight games. But, um, you know, I I like the team defense the, the Celtics have brought for sure. Jordan, the Boston Celtics opened up as about minus 135 or minus 145 favorites to win this series. Now up two games to none. They have ballooned up to minus 350 favorites. Uh, Do you think Boston is going to go on to win this series? I know James and I, in leading up to the NBA playoffs, we were pretty down on the nets, despite what the sports books were posting for their numbers, you know, still to win the NBA title, to win the NBA or the Eastern Conference, rather. Uh, I just didn't know if this team was going to be able to flip the switch when they got all their pieces of the puzzle on the court at the same time from injury and what have you. And I am still not a believer in this team. What are your thoughts and who's going to advance from this series? 
Yeah, I'm I'm more along the lines of where you are. Um, I, I think it's they've just been in flux so much this year. And then if there's talk of still reintroducing Ben Simmons, I have no idea how that works, how you plug a guy in who hasn't played in a year and expect him to somehow transform your defense. Consider me skeptical. Um, I, I just think they've got too many holes in this team right now. The greatness of Kyrie and KD will win them at least a couple games, I think. But it's just so hard to be down 2-0 and then have to win four out of five You know, when you're playing regular minutes for, for guys like, uh, you know, Dragic and Patty Mills and Nick Claxton in, in, in any one of those guys alone would be fine, but they're playing in parts of lineups where they're just so compromised defensively. And in terms of size that I just, this team is an odd fit. Jordan, let's move forward to the next game. The nightcap between Minnesota hosting now Memphis, Memphis taking back home court advantage with that big fourth quarter win uh, in game three. Looking at this Minnesota team, very young team, we know that. You look at Carl Anthony Towns, and aside from Beverly, I mean, Carl Anthony Towns is still a young player himself, but kind of the veteran on this team. But really, it's been a rocky, in my mind, really a roller coaster of a, of not only through this playoffs, great game one against the against the Memphis Grizzlies on their home court to start this series, but really struggled the last couple of nights and struggled within the play-in game uh, against the Clippers, really struggling to stay on the court, turning the basketball over, committing a lot of fouls, really cheap fouls, kind of lazy fouls that we're seeing at Carl Anthony Towns. Where do you see this going game going tonight with the T-Wolves trying to keep in there and, and even up this matchup at two with a win? I like Memphis. Uh, I've liked Memphis all along. I think they're a more mature team. I think they have a lot of different ways to beat you. You've seen the versatility. You've seen the willingness to change on the fly in terms of benching Steven Adams and playing matchups. They they can go 10 deep with ease. Uh, and, and, and I like their defense. Um, it's funny. We, we talked about this on our podcast, but even in that game one upset, if you... Um, Look at that. If you've ever followed the uh, the shot quality Twitter handle, which sort of figures out how a game should go based on the quality of shots, Memphis should have won that game based on shot quality. Um, So they're getting better shots. Just Minnesota got hot in game one on some tougher, tougher shots to to hit. Uh, I just think I just think Memphis is a better, more versatile, more well-rounded team. Yeah, Jordan, we had that gentleman uh, on from Shot Quality when we were talking college basketball. A great site uh, with a lot of analytics you can really take away and and break down a game and tell you the true story, like what you were just saying there in that loss to the Timberwolves in Game 1. I want to talk about uh, the broad picture here of the NBA playoffs. The Phoenix Suns, of course, coming in, were the favorite to win the NBA championship, and that has now changed The Golden State Warriors, with a three-games-to-none lead on the Denver Nuggets, have become the favorite, somewhere in the neighborhood of about plus 275, around 3-1 to to win the NBA title. And, of course, a lot lot of that has to do with the fact that Devin Booker was injured for the Phoenix Suns. Now, they went on to win that matchup with the New Orleans Pelicans on Friday night. They had to come back to do it. A very good effort by Chris Paul and company. Do the Phoenix Suns to you, Jordan, still look like the team to beat in the West, or is the Booker injury just uh, astronomical and really takes them out of it? I can't say they're the team to beat without Devin Booker. So the question becomes, when do they get him back, right? And 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 nobody really knows. Hamstrings are 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 obviously tricky tricky injuries and and so forth. I think they could 
I think they'll get by the Pelicans without him. I think conceivably they could even get by the next series without him, although it'll be tough work regardless of whether they play Dallas or Utah. I, I, I don't see them beating Golden State without Devin Booker, but um, again, it's just it's just reading the injury tea leaves. Um, I, you know, I, I I think I think the Warriors are looking better and better with each game, and as they integrate this three guard lineup together with Draymond, you know, get those guys more and more minutes together, they're only going to improve. So um, it's kind of scary watching what they're building right now out west. Jordan, before we let you go, I do want to get a prediction out of you. What two teams will represent in the NBA Finals, which, by the way, tips off in 40 days from today? Oh, man, you're putting me on. You know, I change this every three minutes. It's like, uh, you know. <laughs> what, what was it in the like last three minutes then? <laughs> restaurant. Like, ask me five minutes later and I'll give you a different answer. I guess right now, given the uncertainty of Booker, I'll take the Warriors in the West and I'll take the Bucks in the East. But again, like, ask me another day and I'll give you another answer. You know, I, that <laughs> if you're betting on things based on what I say, you find a new system. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. I, I mean, we'll see what happens with the Celtics and the Nets. They could take a three game to none lead there on Brooklyn. They're so, uh, obviously a contender, I think to reach the finals as well. It's getting fun in the NBA for sure. Jordan, thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us and uh, enjoy the rest of the Saturday in the NBA. Thanks. You guys too. All right, that is Jordan Brenner. You can follow him on Twitter, at Jordan Brenner. And we've got another tie game up in Salt Lake City, James. 90-90 to with four minutes left between the Dallas Mavericks and the Utah Jazz. Obviously, Utah desperately needs this game to even up this series at two games apiece, and they just cannot shake the Mavericks. Now tied at 90 to piece, the final four minutes of regulation coming up from Salt Lake City. We've got more coming up here inside the VEASAN Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 